This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by Mick Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mick Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mick Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And welcome again to Cottage Talk Full-Time. I'm Russ Goldman. Joining me right now is Jan Janais. In this episode, we're going to look back at Fulham's 4-1 victory against Barnsley at Craven Cottage, which, yes, Giannis, puts Fulham atop of the league, at least for tonight, and also gives us a nine-point cushion for automatic promotion. We have to talk about that as well. And Giannis, unfortunately, is not on camera, but we have Giannis via audio. So, Giannis, how you doing? Well, as I said to you before, I've got the face for radio. So, um, I'm delighted to be on another another win It's in, in a day where all the results seem to go for us. So, right. we, we go top of the table. And um, screw Barnsley. For, did you, I don't know if you saw their Twitter account before the game. No, no, I did not. Yeah, they, they tweeted that uh, the both teams have come out on the pitch and the Clappers are going. I thought, really? Enough with that. Enough, Enough with, with talk that. on the Clappers. I've yeah. had it up to here with, with the Clapper talk, okay? Yeah. Like, really? Enough. Go back go back to your miserable South Yorkshire. Go back up there. Go on. <laughs> Off you go. See you later. Up the, up the M1, you buggers. So, it's, it's nice to get the win and, and shut them up. I didn't know that, Yanis, of... Actually, thank you for sharing that. Okay. But the big news, before we really talk about the match, I do want to mention this. As you mentioned, the results went our way because West Brom lost today. Giannis, this is big news. Regardless of what happens on Sunday with Bournemouth, Fulham have a nine-point cushion, Giannis. Yeah. That, to me, is amazing right now. All you can do is continue to win. And this is such... A big thing right now, and I don't think people realize how huge a nine-point cushion is. Now, again, it could shrink at any time, but to be up nine points right now, Giannis, is massive. Yeah, it's huge, and really, it's and to all intents and purposes, it's actually four games because our goal, goal difference, a goal difference, a goal difference, and and poor. I mean, they went up to Huddersfield, and you always got the, you always got the. Thought there might be a bit of a banana skin going up there because they, they, they tend to play well at home. Jake Livermore got sent off as well, so that doesn't help 
them. So he's gone for three games straight red. Um, so Coventry drew at, at, the, at uh, the, the Blades. That's right. So um, we've got Derby. So we're only we're only forty four points clear of them at the moment. So you know it's it's getting tight at the top. Um, but I do think now um, you know we need to take advantage. We've got that, and then we've got Preston. These are the games. They can always be tricky after the international break, Russ. I mean, they did the That's double right. reverse under Struve um, two seasons ago. Um, there, we know that the new bosses come in is going to be looking to pull in the high press. How do they? How do the boys react after the international break? It was always going to be a problem because you know you got players um, like uh, you know Bobby Reed has played a couple of games for Jamaica. I know Tim Ream stayed back, but Anthony Robinson as well. Micho had an, obviously an extremely emotional week. Um, Jean-Michel Seri played as well. That's right. Harry Wilson played as well. So, you know, how do you how do you react to that? But this is a good, this is a really good win against a team that are struggling, but do have some quality. But um, we managed to, to get the three points, which is which is a good thing. And that's the bottom line, Yanis, because yep. that's why I wanted to start by talking about the cushion form half. Because at this point. Do I want to be entertained? Absolutely. Are they entertaining? Yes. But most importantly, it's getting back to the Premier League, and they are edging closer to that. I know where we are. We're only in November, but you're already making strides towards that. And that, to me, is massive. You have to take advantage of the teams in front of you and the teams that you should beat. They should beat this side. They did today. It was a struggle at times, Giannis, and I, and I want to start by just mentioning this, and then we're going to talk about all the different parts of the match, but Barnsley were tough to start the match. Like you said, they were out to impress the new manager. They were, again, not giving us much time on the ball. And I just want to start out by giving them credit. I know they lost four to one, but you know what? They didn't come here just to settle. They came here to fight and they showed that in, in the beginning stages of the match. But as we're seeing over and over again, even in the tough, parts of the match and I want to say the beginning stages of the match Fulham were not off at the races they just weren't so for me to get through that and then let the quality shine with the goals that came that's the difference that's what we're seeing it's the ability to score at any time and honestly they could have scored five six seven today they really could they had that opportunity so four to one is not a flattering result. It could have been worse, but I want to give credit to Barnsley for the way they approached the match. They played at Craven Cottage to try to get something out of it. It just didn't fall their way today because in the end, Fulham have a much more talented side, Giannis. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, I think I think Marcus Hill was very much a terra firma coach. So he talked in the break about, you know, wanting to, you know, we've, we've had six on the, on the trot. We've had five clean sheets. Rody's been in net. Not to get too ahead of ourselves. It's not the end of the season. Nothing's been decided. And I think, being the, being the coach that he is, he'll be pleased with the result. I think he'll be a little annoyed at conceding a goal against Barnsley. I think he's going to look at it and go, oh, I well, think he will. Yeah. Like, okay, 4-1, great. It was really never in doubt. We got off to a slow start. Post-international break in front of our fans. We've got the job done, but you're three goals up and you concede one. And I... And I think that's the the sign of a great coach that will will be relentless. And um, I'm sure that um, practice on Monday, because they've got one practice before they'll have the walkthrough on Tuesday. 
on Monday, he's going to, he's probably going to turn and say, you know what, great result. And I'm not happy about conceding a goal to Barnsley. who scored, what, 12, 13 goals or whatever it is all year. It's, you know, let's not, let's not think that we're better than we really are. You could, against better teams, they might punish, it could be, you could be two goals up and, and they get one back and all of a sudden you're in trouble. So um, he'll look at the table tonight and he'll say, well, we've got a goal difference of plus 33. We're nine points clear of West Brom who have a, pl- a goal difference of plus 11. We are now 13 points clear of seventh, I think, at Huddersfield right now. That's crazy. Um, yeah, plus it's it's really five games because we because Huddersfield have a goal difference of plus two. So all we so that's good, but we've got no international break until March. We've got three games this week. Um, we've got the game, you know, which I'm sure that he's not talked about the Bournemouth game on um, <laughs> Friday night. Plus... Um, the Christmas break is going to be difficult. We've got a couple of interesting games coming up. Preston away, early kickoff, not going to be easy. We haven't played Luton yet. We've not played Sheffield United yet. And no, we have not. No, so we can't, you know, we can't count our chips. No. We'll take each game as it comes. And, and um, the only thing that does worry me, and I nearly, I nearly found the nearest mountain when I heard this quote yesterday from Marco, is when he said that... Um, I know where you're going. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Ivan Cavalier was going to be. You, I knew you were going there. <laughs> and I was thinking, I was thinking, let's hope he's training with Southend United because uh, I just, well, I think we riot if, if Cavalier is back in the line. We riot because there's nowhere, there's no, there is nowhere in that. I don't line see it, Giannis. I still no. don't see the love affair that Parker had and now that Silva has with Ivan Cavallaro. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. No, I don't either. And I think, you know, with the transfer window coming up, um, it's actually an important transfer window because of trying to prepare for hopefully will be Premier League football. And a couple of these players like Ian Nocky, uh, Mawson as well, to be, you know, loaned out, give them some time and what have you. But he can't be anywhere close to the 11. There's just no way. No. Pot, no, really no. I'm also conversely hoping <laughs> that because... Um, because Fabio Cavallo started today, maybe, just maybe, this is the prelude uh, in the back where um, they're doing things quietly. They're not doing what Newcastle have done, <laughs> where everybody knows their business and guess what? They're bottom of the league. <laughs> so maybe something quiet is happening. But, um, you know, game's done. Derby County Wednesday night. Derby play the Cherries tomorrow. I, right. fancy, I fancy that Derby are not going to be in a good mood. I think it's a tough game for with cherries, and I don't think it'll be easy when we play Derby on Wednesday because right now, if I'm a Derby player, I'm going, we've got nothing to lose here. Let's just go out and have a laugh for the next... Just play. Just play. Just play. Just play. I, just play. That's it. And I'm glad okay. that you brought up Derby County because, again, Fulham will be playing them in midweek, but they have a match against Bournemouth. They have nothing to lose. We'll see what happens, but regardless, tonight, Fulham are top of the league, and that, to me, is a wonderful thing, yes. I yes. do want to mention that I was speaking to uh, a friend about this. I do plan on doing a special episode, and, and I would like you to be a part of it, where we're going to talk about the transfer window. Yep. We're going to talk about the approach, because I'm glad that you brought this up. It's really not for Cottage Talk full-time, but I'm curious about the approach in January. Do you try to build your team looking forward to the Premier League in January because of everything that, that's going to happen over the summer, getting ready for the World Cup, that's going to be – Again, roughly coming up in about a year from now, do you do your business in January? So that's something that I want to talk about 
in a separate episode about the transfer window. I find it fascinating. We will do that on College Talk. Anyways, let's get back to talking about this victory, Yanis. And I'm glad that we're talking a little bit about Barnsley. And I want to mention, I thought Merrick Rodak came up big when he was asked to. There yep. was a, a save that, again, in the first half could have changed the match. It might be a save that goalkeepers make, but I thought that was key. After that, we have the opportunity from Fulham. And Michael Hector, we're going to talk a little bit about him in, in just a second, Yanis, because I want to get your thoughts about his play. But before we do that, he hits the post, and that gives us that opportunity. Like, okay, are things going to go our way? Well, they do, Giannis, and it's Mitro again. But I know that you are a big fan of uh, Dennis Adoy, but there mm-hmm. is a difference between Dennis Adoy and Kenny Tete. You saw it here, Giannis, because the delivery that Kenny Tete can give and did give in this match was perfect for Mitro, and he puts it in the back of net. Let's talk about the goal, the opening goal from Fulham, and it's Mitro again. Yeah, Tete was one of the bright lights last year, and uh, I was I was a little nervous. Uh, you, you know, it, was he going to was he going to um, you know he was he and Ola Aina and um, whether they were going to stick around. I was glad Tete did, and he's not at a he's not going to be at a hundred percent match fitness. I know they had a a game behind closed doors during the break, but it, it's not really the same as you know a competitive game in front of a, a big crowd and what have you. So the fact that Monsieur Odouard was unavailable is sort of good news because he had to start. He's only going to get better, which is great. Um, Mitro, the goal that Mitro scored um, for Serbia against Portugal was was just a classic example of what happens if you provide service. If you, you know, the Portuguese media have been really critical of Rui Patricio that they thought that Mitra's header should have been saved. But the brilliance of it was the cross was pinpoint and he headed it down and he put it in a place where Patricia was going to go headfirst really into the post. And when you've got fullbacks that can deliver those crosses, you know that Mitra's going to get, you know that Mitra's going to get at the end of it. He's, you know, and you think he's 27 now. He's at the, the he's at the, he's never played better. He's just come off the biggest game of his career, as he admitted. He's scored 21 goals now. He's scoring for fun. He's setting up goals as well. And um, the only sinister bit is his value is going up and up and up. Um, we talked about this, Giannis. I did, yeah. I, you did. I, You've already mentioned this. This is something exactly. that we'll have to talk about when we talk about the transfer window. His value continues to grow. Absolutely. And uh, the value, again, pinpointed that superb cross by Tete. And, you know, when he scores and he goes off in his lovely little celebration, it calms the nerves. And at that point, really, Barnsley, they tried that press, that Blackpool press. That's They've right. had some success. But now everybody's, A, getting bored of Blackpool's press, and B, we know what they do anyway. So, um, obviously, they've worked on that in training. And one of the ways to do it is, is really quicker passes and moving into pockets. And once we figured that out, Barnsley really, they weren't in it. I don't think they're a team that's going to go down there. Obviously, they've been helped by Derby's, you know, 7,000-point deduction. Right. But what what worried me, if I'm a Barnsley fan, apart from being a Barnsley fan, is the fact that you've got um, – not they're not really creating chances. They, they're just – They're not scoring goals. No, they're either. not scoring goals. They, and they're going to need to – they're going to need to sort of – they're going to have to try and – they got then they're going to need to get some um, reinforcements. Morris, Morris started for the first time in three months because of a knee injury. Obviously, Corley Woodrow was up front, but they just yep. – 
they need a little bit more guile. Um, but that was a crucial goal. Mitra puts us in the lead, and I really didn't think from that point on um, the result was in doubt. Okay, Giannis. And uh, before we move move ahead, I, I do want to share this comment because I find it uh, pretty funny here. So this is from Christy. Is Giannis the new foam shadow? Now, there's only one foam shadow. That is Emilio. <laughs> <laughs> I can be... I can be, I, I, I can be, uh, I'll, I'll be shadow, but I'm, I'm good with that. Um, <laughs> but um, it, it, do you know what though? It is really, isn't it funny? We got 26 points last year. That's we right. scored, we scored nine goals at home, lest we forget. And it, it is astonishing to me that this is the same Mitrovic as 12 months ago. He just looks, I mean, so much happier and we, we feed off that energy as well. Absolutely. Absolutely, so, it's great. It's great to see. It's great to see him loving life and loving his, loving the game, and and he's going to the World Cup, and, and good on him because he he certainly deserves a chance. And I want to mention this because that's going to lead to about ten minutes later, Fulham get their second, and Mitro was involved here again. He absolutely was, and it's not just about the goals for him. He is trying to get teammates involved, and unfortunately for Fabio Carvalho, late in the match, Mitro sets him up, and uh, his shot goes wide. But here. He actually scores. There was some fortune here, but yes. I want to get your thoughts on the second goal. And also, I, I'm going to share this comment from our friend Steve Reynolds. The reaction from Carvalho after he scored towards the crowd. So I want to get your thoughts about all that. Yeah, that's going to be the talk tomorrow um, for sure. I, I don't. I don't tend to read. Um, I, I, let's put it this way. Um, here. You know, I, I, I work in Toronto, I live just outside, and Toronto Raptors won the you know, NBA championships a couple of years ago. And uh, we had a player that became a free agent who we tried to absolutely woo. And we, we tried, we fed off every reaction to every bucket and every rebound and thought, he's staying, he's staying, he's staying, he's going to stay. And then he ended up leaving. So, how players react, I don't, it's not like a Mitro where he's here till 2026. Right. He's a column boy, and he he could well be here for the rest of his career, unless somebody comes in with a silly bid, which, of course, we don't know. Carvalho, um, I, I suspect something's happening in, in the background because I think that he may may be being advised by others saying, well, you can't get a, a new agent. But take a look at the players that have left Fulham and what has happened. I mean, Harvey Elliott has made a bit of a mark. He's injured, obviously. But you got Patrick Roberts, you got you got Sessegnon, among others, and it's not worked for them. So he's. I think there'll be people out there in in the media that will say, "Look, you're a young lad. You get the chance to go to the Premier League. Go, enjoy, learn, play against the top players, and then your your game will improve because a you'll be playing with better players, and b you'll be playing against better players." Um, so I'm not going to read anything into the. The reaction. I have okay. a sneaking suspicion that something is happening in in the background. Okay. Um, I, I'm. I've got no evidence to, to substantiate that, but just just a hunch. And uh, I hope he stays. But I, I just it saddens me when you got players that think the grass is green the other side and they their heads are turned, and their heads are turned often for money. And there are so many good players that end up sitting on benches or playing with the under twenty threes. In Premier League team uh, clubs, who have, uh, look look at Michael, uh, look at Michael Hector, look, look at um, um, our old boy Callas, 
Thomas Callas. And, you know, years and years, um, you know, uh, Lucas Piazon was the same as well. That's the, right, the, same thing. They rotted, they rotted, and they're, they're, good, they're good footballers. And um, I don't care. You can earn as much money as you want, but players ultimately want to play. So if he stays at Fulham, he'll play. Absolutely. So why not? Why not stay? In any case, what what Premier League team, Russ, is he going to walk in to and start? And that's the point, Giannis. I don't know, and I just fear. You know, and again, we could talk about Ryan Sessegnon. You could talk about the success story of Harvey Elliott because that could potentially be a success story. But for every Harvey Elliott, there is uh, there's an Emerson Hyman. Okay, yes, an Emerson Hyman. We've yes. already mentioned Roberts. There's the situation with Sessignon. It happens more often than not. The grass isn't always greener. Sometimes it is. And I think he would benefit for staying with Fulham, especially if we get promoted to the Premier League, stay, get a short-term deal with Fulham. Yep. You can leave in a couple of seasons. His value will go up, and that will help yep. the club. It yep. could be a win-win if he signs a new deal and isn't so quick to jump to the next situation, he's going to leave at some point, but I agree with you, Giannis stay at phone. Listen, I'm biased. I'm a phone supporter, but I think it would benefit his career if he stayed at home because he's going to play regularly and hopefully Fulmer in the premier league. And he showcases his talent in the premier league. Yeah. Rather I mean, than being in a situation where, and I'll just throw out a team. It could be Aston Villa. It could be Newcastle. He might start some matches, and then maybe he doesn't. He might not be playing regularly. I don't know of a team that can guarantee him playing regularly in the Premier League, except for potentially Fulham, if he, if he and the club get to the Premier League. I think he would start in the Premier League for Fulham. I don't see it for any other club. Oh, well, mind you, mind you. Then again, he could he, right now. He could probably start for Man U. <laughs> I mean, you know, dilly dilly dong. I mean, yeah. you, 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 look. We, you know, I, I hate what Ranieri did here. I mean, it was, a, oh. it, was a, it was a walking mess. But even even we have to laugh at the fact that Watford absolutely smashed United today. I know Harry Maguire got sent off, but they look utterly miserable. And yeah. right now, I think Fabio would get. Fabio would get a game in there because they're 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 a, they're a, a mess. Having said that, you know, let's go. You go by Lamitro for a second. Lamitro, right? You know, Mitro came to Fulham and, and he has by signing a contract to twenty twenty six, he has signaled his intent to stay as a Fulham player, and you don't often see that. And I think, I think maybe Fabio can look at that. Um, you know, you got a player who's at the top of his game. He's he's Christ. He's one of the most recognised strikers in the world right now. That's right. So, why not do that? Other thing, you know, you mentioned earlier about the transfer thing. Something, something to watch out for. I, I laughed at it. Was um, uh, Ashley Grimes? Was it Mash? I always get the names mixed. Matt Grimes. Huh? Matt Grimes, sorry, Ashley Grimes. Matt Grimes resigning for Swansea City. I thought it was very interesting because I don't think he's going to be there for long. I don't think he's going to be there for long. I think they've resigned him on a contract because it makes him more sellable. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to make that prediction that um, he could be going because I know we tried to get him and we tried to also get um, a fella that you're going to get to know pretty soon pretty well, and that's a Canadian player. <laughs> yes, Canada, top of CONCACAF. Yep. And uh, a guy by the name of Stefan 
Eustachio, who plays for a Pacos de Ferreiras in Portugal, That's and he right. has been fantastic for Canada. Abs and he ran the show against Mexico. And I know Fulham wanted him, and I'd love to get him in because he's a very, very he's a, he's a neat, tidy, simple player, never gives the ball away, good That's passer, right. ball, very mobile, decent in the defensive half. So I, I'm, I'm sorry, I veered away. <laughs> from, from Fabio Cavallo. But, but just thinking about the transfer window, there's a couple of really good players out there we could get where we can go in the Premier League and go, you know what, we're going to give some teams some real trouble here because they won't, they really won't fancy us. Um, unfortunately, that will mean we'll have to lose Monsieur Edouard. Okay. Okay. Very good, Yanis. And like I mentioned, I plan on us doing a show about the transfer window and the approach of Fulham in January. Do you go with the idea that hey, we're probably going to get promoted and you gear up now? Or do you wait until the summer? It's interesting to look at because, again, the January transfer window is not usually meant for that. But do you change the way you do business in January? We'll talk yeah. about that because yeah. I, I find it fascinating. One last thing about the first half, and also we can talk about the second yeah. half. I want to get your thoughts about Michael Hector because Michael Hector's diagonal balls today I thought were excellent. Some of his other passing, not so much. But I want to give him credit for trying these diagonal balls. He's done it in other matches. It hasn't come off. It came off today. And I want to say I thought they were key for how Fulham played today. But I think it also gave him the confidence to try some other passes that did not come off that were a little dangerous, Giannis. Yeah. I want to get your thoughts about Michael Hector. Yeah, and you know what? I I, I didn't have a problem with the, spraying the balls around because it, it actually goes to show – the value of what Jochem Anderson bought last year. You know, Anderson's done really well at Palace. You know, we knew how good a player he was. Um, and we're seeing it now in the Premier League where he's, he's putting in performances game in, game out. Unfortunately for Hector, he's not played a lot this year. And, and Tosin's, you know, Tosin's suspension has given him an opportunity. He's probably not going to be in the lineup against Derby on Wednesday. I'm sure Tosin will come in. Or maybe not. Maybe, maybe he'll give him another game. I like Hector. And he's an interesting story. We know that. He rotted, basically, at Chelsea. And we know he's back, he had a baptism of fire in the Premier League last year. But I don't mind that because it's the ability to stretch the field with wide players that can go one-on-one on, one on the, the defenders. And it mixes up the play from the, you know, the one-twos, the patterns in the midfield and what have you. And I, and, and I think it's a variation. Not every centre-back is going to be absolutely brilliant at sending those 30, 40-yard balls. But I applaud him for having a go because he knows that we're good enough to get the ball back in possession quickly to do what we normally do. So it's, it's a variation. And um, I, I, I think we've missed that this year. I think if, we, if we'd stayed in the Premier League this year and, and made a bid for Anderson and he'd, and he'd stayed yeah. and we bulked up, you could have really seen the value of having, you know, playing Naiskins and, and Harry out wide. Because right. and I, I remember the goal against Sheffield United last year, the ball, the crossfield ball for um, Lookman was an absolute peach. And if you're watching Palace's performances this year, he's doing exactly the same thing. And now he's popping up with the odd goal or two as well. And right. we miss that. So yeah. I like Hector doing it. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen in the long-term plans, but he's shown in these three games that he's more than capable. He's filled in for Tosin. And as we hit the, the mucky and grimy of the Christmas break and the New Year and the FA Cup, we're going to need him um, because he gives us strength and depth that totally most agree. teams in the in the division just don't have. Totally agree, Yanis. Okay. So let's now switch to the second half. We will end with talking about man of the match. But before we do that, let's talk about the third goal for Fulham. And again, this pretty much put it away, even though 
we'll mention Barnsley scoring and credit to them for scoring a goal. But Giannis, I want to get your thoughts on the goal from Niskins Cabano. He continues to make himself a nuisance and actually be a very valuable player for Fulham. And uh, this is set up by Harry Wilson. Again, some of these goals are more like team goals. And Harry Wilson's involved here. Thoughts on Niskins Cabano? It was a brilliant setup. It was a brilliant goal and an unpopular opinion. And I know I'm going to get criticized for this. As of now, Cabano is my player of the season. Wow. I I, I mean, I, I, he's That's doing hard the, with Mitro. That's hard, Giannis. Yeah, it really is. I think he, he has his lease of life. If you remember back, you remember the end of the pandemic that was the post. We had seven, eight games and, and, and uh, Scotty brought Naiskins back. And then all of a sudden, yep. lots and lots of school. Then we went Premier League. And of course, he was discarded. He is so dangerous on the ball. I mean, he 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 frightens the the bejeevers out of, of, of teams. The goal against Peterborough before the international break was so good, and it really it was just the way he was able to to, to, to drag three defenders and just one quick step crossover. Mitra puts it in the back of the net. It was a wonderfully worked goal. And actually, I'm glad you mentioned Harry, because Harry was part of that. And I read a really good article in the week about Harry Wilson, and. And analyzing and assessing whether Liverpool made a, mis- a really big mistake in letting Harry Wilson go for 12 million because uh, Harry's 24. Uh, they don't have a natural successor from Mo Salah, who's 30. They absolutely do not. Nope. And uh, Mo Salah's wanted by Barcelona and other teams. Now, if you look at his output during his loan periods and you look at his output this season, yep. it's just gone through the roof. And you you watch his performances for Wales as well. It's he's he's now he's one of the first star people that um, that that, that um, Rob Page puts on the, on, the, on the game sheet. So he, I don't know if Liverpool have an option to buy him back. I'm assuming that they don't. No. But if they don't, this 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 kid is gonna, is only going to get better. And Absolutely he's a, yes. he's he he. I think I said to you last game. He reminds me. Of, Obviously, very much a Damien Duff, the player that's going to cut him from the right. Right. But he's got more mobility, and um, he's so unselfish in his play, and he's really good with his link-up play as well. And there's so many weapons, you know, having Naiskins, having Mitro, having Harry. That, and Fabio but, Carvalho. I mean, really. Yeah, and Tom Kenny. And they and Barnsley couldn't handle the... the they couldn't handle the, the movement of passing. It nope. really did them in second half. They they were chasing the sixes and sevens, yep. and they never looked settled. They didn't, Giannis. And I'm glad that we're talking about Harry Wilson who mentioned the fourth goal. I also said that uh, Barnsley scored to make it 3-1, to one, but Wilson yep. scores. And let's also talk about the fact that Fulham can bring John Michael Serry off the bench, Giannis, and uh, he makes a difference with his passing. Right now, Fulham deserve to be where they are because they have so many talented players. But I want to mention this. They all seem like they are not only talented players, but team players. They're trying to play within a team concept and help each other out. And here's another example of that. Like I mentioned, these goals, and then, of course, you have the opportunity later on from Fabio, which is set up from Mitro. Mitro could have been selfish there and tried to beat the keeper, but he passed it off. That's what we're seeing, and this is another situation. So you have a goal from Harry Wilson, and uh, 
I'm glad that you mentioned the situation with Liverpool. I really don't care about Liverpool, so I'm happy that we have them. I'll just mention that. Yeah, we stole it. We, we you know what? Uh, In the end, it's it's going to look better for Fulham. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Tony Khan, I'll give him credit for this one because I think it's an absolute ruddy steal. Okay. It's just, it's it's because it, he's he's playing that one, and it's not just uh, you know the criticism of Mitro was well he's a champion striker, but he does it for Serbia. But look at Harry Wilson; he's doing also doing it in the international stage as well. So. It's great. It's great. It's great for us at the moment. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, that's all right. To finish up, coming up next, we're going to talk about man of the match. If you're watching live with us, please feel free to share who was your man of the match. Okay, Yana, so let's finish up the show. And uh, I just want to mention this because last week I actually called into 606 because they were doing a special show on the EFL and Aaron Paul was hosting and I saw it on Facebook. So I thought I would call. So Reese Kemp heard me and uh, thank you for mentioning that I was on. I, I was on 606 and my argument was about the situation with Parker versus Marco Silva and why I am happy for what's going on with Fulham that I'm glad that we have Marco Silva and, and I gave full credit to Scott Parker. We'll obviously be talking about Scott Parker coming up shortly as Fulham get ready to play Bournemouth in the coming weeks. But I'm glad that Reese mentioned that I was on 606. And I ended my discussion with the guys and I just asked them a question. Basically said, can you name Fulham players that have improved under Marco Silva? And I named the players. And I just said, you know what? Mitrovic, Seri, Cabano, all these players have gotten better under Silva and they did not get better under Parker. And that's how I ended my conversation. Anyone that is uh, curious, go back and listen to last week's uh, 606. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, I'm on in the beginning stages. Anyways, enough of talking about me. Giannis, yes, let's sir. get to man of the match. Who was your man of the match? Niskins. Niskins. Niskins Cabano. Yeah. And you know, the, the point you just made there about you, you, your prince on the 606 about the improvement of players, I've got to say this, that one of the big differences between the two coaches for me is that um, Scotty played the players to the system he wanted. That's right. Whereas, um, whereas Marco has played, has created a system based on the players that he has. and, so and the I strengths of the players, Giannis. Strengths of the players. And you can see that with Mitro. I mean, he last year he as an just use an example. He was starved of service, and um, you have to play to the strengths of your best players. And 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 he, you know, Marco Silva's done that. But I like the fact that he's he's a terra firma gun. He says, you know what? Um, and he's going to say another win. Who, who gives? Who cares? You know what? We've got Derby on Wednesday. It's going to be a difficult game. Naiskins, I thought was magnificent this year today. He um, is just. He just. He's one of many players in this squad that you just are so likable as well. Absolutely, you know this team is likable. Likable, the, the, the characters. I mean, yep. I don't know if you follow on Instagram Joe Bryan. Um, Joe Bryan and he's 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 he's, um, he's he's a he's an avid, he's a fanatical reader, and he has a book club, and he's always recommending books. I mean, he's a he's a complete bookworm, probably book nerd, and you know, and we know he's had some struggles in the past, and these are humble. Humble players. These aren't, you know, Mario Balotelli is going to start um, riding his Vesper into a lake. You know, these are these are down and out individuals. Like when we talked to Robbo, who I know is listening, or yeah. Ivor, you know, 
people that you could have a you could have a pint with in a, in a pub, and that's what makes this even more special because they're nice lads, they're nice, they're good exactly. professionals and good people. Good people. They're not jack. They're not jackasses. They won't go you know, tell you to <laughs> f off. And it's true. No, it's true. You know, you get a lot right. of these players. Can I have an autograph, sir? And they tell you to f off. Whereas these are people that will stay behind. Yeah, I'll give autographs. Yep. And, and that's what kids want to gravitate to. That's what adults love to gravitate to. And yep. that makes you really reflective. Nayskins is, is always always got a, has a happy happy smile on his face. So today I thought he was excellent, and um, I'm delighted he scored as well. Okay, excellent. I've got a lot of comments about man of the match. So we'll start from the beginning. This is from Wayne Walden. Good evening, Russ. Harry Wilson, man of the match for me. Good old foam. We will win the league now. I hope you're right. I want to share more comments. It's from Dave Crone. As well as Mitro is doing Cabano is my point of the season so far. That's what you said, Giannis. So I find that interesting. So we go to a James Baldwin. Man of the match, Fabio or Reem. So we go to Chris D. Man of the match was Cabano. Kenny played well, too. So And then I believe later on I have a run of people who said Cabano. So here they go. Steve Turner, Cabano. Emma Reynolds, Cabano. I've already mentioned Dave Cronin, Cabano. Stephen Murray, Cabano. Yeah. So it, it is a runaway with Niskin's Cabano. So I, I certainly understand that. And like we just mentioned, he is thriving under Silva, and we're lucky to have him. And like you said, he's a likable character. So are so many of these players. Anyways, Giannis, I do have to wrap this show up. But before we go, I want to thank you, as always, for doing it with me. I, I didn't get you on camera, but at least I could talk to you today. Not not a loss. And I'm going to do a, a quickie prediction. We might get the chance to, to do a sh show before Derby. But I was watching the Benjamin Bloom podcast. And if you guys know Benjamin Bloom's championship, I love it's incredible. Ben. It's I incredible. It just, he does a great job. Oh, amazing. And uh, it make, you always, always start laughing when he does his predictions and he yells out, you know, you know, home away or draw. So right. I'm going to make a prediction for the game against Derby. Okay. And in, and in his words, he'd say, home. <laughs> okay. Okay. Very good. Bring on, the, bring on the Rams. Bring on the Rams. Bring on the Rams. Okay. Excellent. All right. Well, listen, as always, thank you everyone who watched and listened live, but we do have to wrap this up. For Janusz and Asan Ruskoman, thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.